Hello, everybody. This is Alex Barthet with the LeanZone.com. We're talking today to Suzanne Breistel, um, the preeminent South Florida construction market uh, placement firm. Uh, how are you doing today, Suzanne? Great. How are you, Alex? Good. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your company and what you do and why you have such great insight on the South Florida construction market? Okay. Um, I am the owner of Florida Construction Connection and Construction Career Coach that most of you might know as ConstructionConnection.com. And this is our, my 26th year for staffing and career coaching in construction management and real estate development in South Florida, throughout the state of Florida. But we, have, we are based here in South Florida and have an emphasis where we do probably 50% of our total business is here in the Southeast Florida region. So you have a unique insight at the, call it uh, executive level of construction companies, correct? We staff um, management for the construction industry. So it would be superintendents to CEOs, and then we do skilled accounting administrative positions. So project administrators, um, um, job site cost accountants, um, controllers, CEOs, CFOs, um, all types of, of uh, levels in the industry. So, so let's start with where we were through and including, I don't know, the month of February, what you were seeing. Because um, what we were seeing is tremendous uh, growth, people very busy, hard to find talent, um, people importing talent because they needed it. Uh, we're, I'm assuming you were seeing the same thing? Correct. It was definitely a, um, you know, leaning towards a candidate market. Uh, again, where um, there were you know more more positions open than there were necessarily the qualified people to take those positions, and and we specialize in a little bit different. Our business is a little different than a traditional staffing firm because our business is work is built around working with currently employed people and helping them to take the next step in their career. And because it's like dating where each of them are in a position to say no. And so they're looking for that right match. They're willing to talk about that right timing where they're not burning the bridge with their previous employer. So it's a little different perspective than what you see when somebody's been, um, you know, let go from their opportunity and just looking for the next job to get to get back in. And that's part of why right now we're still currently staffing, even with the 75% of the industry, you know, right now in a hiring freeze, we have, you know, clients that are still looking to get the right people to grow their businesses because they know this coronavirus will, will pass. So let, let's talk about those two things you just said, because I think those two things were very interesting. 75% hiring freeze and people still looking to make hires. So why don't you tell us about each of those? So what is, what are you hearing as far as the freeze, why people are stopping? I mean, there's the obvious reason, of course, but what else, uh, what can you tell us about that? Yeah, um, we're seeing that um, 
you know, if their project is in a, um, you know, where the owner is not moving forward. So a lot of it, of course, is controlled by the ownership group and, and what their parameters are. And then their projects are either being stalled or, or their job sites are being shut down. Their projects may not be moving forward. We're seeing some of the developers that don't have their financing in place, um, you know, halt staffing because it, they don't know, you know, what the timing will be, whether it's going to be, you know, they don't want to bring somebody on board that they may have planned on carrying for three months in planning that now could be, you know, as much as a year or more, not right. knowing when the finance institutions are going to be, you know, back up and running like, like they were. Um, for the most part, the people that are not working, that are getting furloughed or, or laid off are in two categories. They're either because their job sites have been in areas um, that are either um, you know, high-risk population or they have an HOA, say, say luxury residential in some cases, that are in communities versus in private lots. Are, um, you know, we're seeing that some of those that has been shut down. Um, obviously, a lot of retail has been shut down in hospitality just because their you know, businesses are shut down. So the cash flow is not there. Anything to do with the uh, assisted living or continuing care is being, you know, those projects are pretty much because of safety. Of obviously, how, uh, how about infrastructure and hospitals? What are you seeing in that front? We're seeing infrastructure. We're seeing, um, you know, going particularly to civil and heavy construction. We're actually seeing more road construction. I don't know if you're sure. seeing that too. Yes. Which is a great time because it's not as dangerous for them to be working with less traffic. And so we're happy to see that that's moving forward and that they're working smart. We're seeing, um, depending on the healthcare um, institution, of course, what, and whether it's a addition to a hospital or a um, non-acute building, you know, across from the hospital and, and the safety. So if it doesn't affect people, if it's a building that's separate, but part of the healthcare system that's continuing on, if it's something that's attached to a hospital, then it does not make sense to put you know, more risk, you right. know, in so it's really, you know, I'll just tell you, people are looking at it in an intelligent, we have not seen, you know, what I call non-intelligent shutdowns. I mean, most people know that construction, if it's done the right way, should continue. And our construction managers, of course, over the last, um, I'm going to say five to seven years, have most of them have all switched to technology platforms that they're using that luckily prepared them with, with the ability to be able to work from home and and um, do the teleconferencing and webinars and and that um, they're having to do now just by no choice you know, to work safely. So tell me about this, the, the folks that are still calling you looking for people, because that's a, that's an interesting um, bright spot yes. in this market. So um, the people that are, are calling are typically the what the employers that use this time to um, to to plan, you know, and plan and working on their businesses, evaluating who they have for staff, who they have for leadership, 
um, on the management side, what we're looking, what they're looking for is people that can implement systems, write SOPs, help them with technology. So they're taking this opportunity to look at who might take them to the next level. We also have a lot of clients that do design build and when in design build, they have the funding, of course, if it's already locked in, they have at least a, a lot of times a year or more of planning. And so they're bringing people in to help aid in the design build process. We have a couple of positions that are open due to projects that are moving forward and, um, and they don't have the superintendents or project engineers that they need for the field side. And um, so they're looking to hire due to, believe it or not, growth, which sounds kind of like an oxymoron in these days, but it is. So, so is, it, is it a good time to find talent? Um, well, I'll just tell you, it's not necessarily because the good people are still currently employed. There's still right. a lot of work out there and those people are, their employees are keeping them and making provision for them because they know this too will pass and they don't want to have to go back out and do it. Also with the new stimulus, it's helped the employers with some options on some small business financing and um, lines of credit and also some credit on their you know taxes coming up to keep some incentive right. to keep their people versus um, you know lay them off so if they're in a good cash flow position then you know then really they're working smart and they're planning accordingly we've heard of a couple of pay you know with people that have asked people to take some salary reductions to you know to get through um, the times and um, but temporarily you know they've showed them they've been able to justify through their production of their work you know what's happening where hey we can keep you on and sustain you if if you're you know willing to work with us and you know on to go back a little and honestly some of the compensation some of the pay structures had gotten pretty high again just like so, right so this may be a this may be an opportunity for employers to to uh, make some adjustments. Yeah, and and really it's about, I mean, all along, I mean, one of the things that we write about, talk about, coach on is, you know, skill can be taught, but attitude and aptitude can't. So right now, employers need those people that just are, are staying positive, are encouraging them, because I think what they, you know, before I came on to the webinar, I was on with, an employer and he was talking about not only is he, um, you know, figuring out the coronavirus and all the things there, keeping his job sites up and running, but he also has the added of all, you know, their children are now all being homeschooled. So they, right. it's not like they can bring in childcare that's going to work. They have to also schedule that into their time. To, with the day to make sure that their families are taken care of also. So I think, um, you know, that's where, you know, the emotional intelligence comes in with your employees to recognize that we're all in this together and we're all taking on new responsibilities and new challenges. And the more they can do to support everybody on the site with their, um, with their emotions and what they're feeling, but also recognizing that staying focused and doing what you can is going to make a big difference for all of us 
So if you had if you had a, a a tip for employees right now, um, what would that be? What would you be telling employees uh, in this time? No drama. That you just don't need any drama. You know, whether you're fellow associates or your employer, your supervisor, everybody right now needs to be working with, you know, the business that's at hand, in fact, and and um, not creating, not hearing something on the news and making a big deal about it. It really, no, no, you know, no drama, no noise, stay focused, stay focused on your job, look at the contract, look at the people. So if you want to do anything, take some time to just ask somebody, how are you doing and how is there anything I can help you with on your... Uh, no. Right, well, and, and I'm guessing being more of a team player, Correct. Um, Correct. pitching in, offering to help, all of those little things now are going to make a big difference between um, who, who stays and who goes. Correct. Correct. And, you know, one of the employers today told me that, you know, Monday morning rolled around and his phone rang off the wall with people in our industry that work for him calling up going, are we essential or not essential? <laughs> and, you know, and he's like, you know, it's interesting that they're calling and asking that question versus showing up for work right. and allowing, you know, taking our time to take all these phone calls independent where instead of kicking off their day and letting us say to them, if we're, you know, if we are going to shut down, letting us as the employer be the one to say, hey, this is what's happening. This is what, you know, because we would do that. But it's interesting, they, you know, he was talking about how they're home with their family members, some of them that are not in our industry, that don't understand, you know, they get listening to the media, they get listening to, um, you know, just a lot of noise and, and it affects how they would normally rationally think, you know, right. the other thing I'll tell you, I'm a DISC certified coach and, and we do a lot with communication styles and, and personalities and a good share of construction professionals are, are dominant personalities. So really, we, yeah, you, you don't say, <laughs> so of course we thrive on action and results. And it's been very painful for many people to slow their clocks down, you know, to slow, you know, because even if you're working on a job site, you're having to slow down, take more precautions, make sure you're, you know, following the distance rules that you're wearing. You know, some of the companies in the field are even going as far as wearing the full face masks and shields. Right. And, and so, there's a lot of things you have to think about above and beyond what you know your day to day is, so that you're in compliance and not affecting the possibility of construction getting shut down. For yeah, actually, in that regard, it's it's really interesting the idea that um, now with random checks in many jurisdictions to ensure CDC guideline compliance, um, you don't want to be the guy or gal who is either the one or the person managing the team that gets a job site shut down. 
because you're too close at lunch in the line, because you're not following the rules, that would be horrible. Yeah, yeah, no, it would be horrible. But, it, you know, and, and the truth is, is, you know, sometimes if something like that happened, it's because they move so fast. They wouldn't right. even be, it wouldn't even be, it would be, you know, so we, we like to say, you know, all the time that a lot of things that happen um, are not on purpose. You know, they're out of um, that clock that we are gifted with. It's the gift and the curse, you know, in, in the construction industry of being able to work on, um, you know, if we, they're scheduled, you know, everybody is schedule oriented. I mean, that's right. what our projects are based on. I mean, that's where attorneys make, as you know, on delay claims and, Correct. and uh, you know, that's a big share. That's probably a lot of the questions that you're taking right now because we're hearing uh, those questions come in. How are the projects going to be treated? You know, what's going to happen with, um, it, you know, not just from labor law, but in their contracts themselves on the Absolutely. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, my team and I have been uh, working very hard on all of those issues, generally as posted on the lean zone, but even specifically for various clients who have, you know, had us review their contracts and notices, it's it's a big issue. So let, let me ask you this final question. So we talked about your advice for the employees. That makes sense. How about employers? What what do you suggest that they be doing right now in this time? Yeah, the employers, as much as it's difficult, they have to be taking some time to one work with their executive teams to have a little compassion because there is an emotional component to this. There is people that are in fear of, you know, they, they have their fears. They may not admit it because of what's there, but you see it come out in their behaviors. Right. And so if, you know, take time to just say to somebody, you know, stop versus always focusing, you know, we're, we're very good in construction at pointing out what's wrong because that's how you correct it and, and, you know, move forward. Right now, we need to focus more on what's right and, you know, building up the people that they're there and knowing what they had to, um, you know, what they may have had to deal with from a personal standpoint to come here, come to their job site and, and focus on the day. And, um, you know, cut them a little slack if they if you catch them on us on a cell phone or on a personal call or something and and, you know, assure them, you know, have the conversation versus, you know, is that something that you need to take care of, you know, versus you shouldn't be doing, that, you know, type right. of thing. So a little a little, a little compassion, a little compassion. And, and it's it's not necessarily easy because we are still trying to you know, produce as much as you can because you don't know when you're going to get shut down and every right. bit counts from a contractual standpoint. So they're Absolutely. wanting you to be more, they're wanting you to be more focused. Unfortunately, it's the, you know, the, you're being um, pulled away by um, what's just happening in the world right now. And, and different things. I, I think, uh, I think, more compassion all the time, not just during the coronavirus pandemic, it would be a good thing. Yeah, except what I can tell you, I have a lot of great employers that we work with 
that are, you know, they're good with that and there's a boundary, you know, they still have to, you know, know, they still have to be able to hold people accountable. Hold people accountable, and, absolutely. And, and so, you know, sometimes people take niceness, you know, as, as weakness and, you know, it's gotta be, there's a fine balance between that. There, you know, we're really, our buzzword for this year has been expectations and getting people to spell out expectations and be willing to document those. And so somebody has a measurement tool versus what somebody's expectation was in their head and versus what the other person performed. Because then you can have a conversation and get people back on track. Otherwise, the relationship goes down, you know, goes down the tube. Because what you thought and what they are doing was was not communicated effectively to each other. So, and I think that's where it has to be moving forward. And this may be a good time for people to look at that, work with that, and, and work with their teams to be able to spell that out. Um, both sides need to communicate more. I mean, whether coronavirus or, or not, that's the biggest challenge that we see on the construction management side. And we also see with technology, the biggest complaint is is that even though even though they're putting it into the technology into Procore or whatever they they're not verifying and going and checking was this delivered was this you know they're not taking right. that extra step so hopefully by slowing down having to be forced in this there's going to be some good that's going to come out of it because they're going to get to see what they're what they're doing. So if, if I'm an employer um, and I need talent, is it uh, the talent is still available for me? Should I be should I be on the lookout for even more talent? Well, you know, if you you know, if you fail the plan, you plan to fail. So the best employers are always looking at their org chart and they're looking at six to 12 months out what they have worst case scenario, what they have best case scenario, what their current team is. And, and then they are looking at who's the next person that we're going to need and what is that skill set and working through that. And, and the sooner you start looking, the sooner your, right. you know, the better choices you have over time because the good people don't jump ship for money, they jump ship for opportunity. They and the money comes by being put in the right career opportunity. So when you know, and and you know, a couple of like if a, if an employer calls me and says, "Hey, I got a project starting in two weeks. I need a project team." My answer is usually, "Good luck." Okay, because <laughs> if you're bringing on a team, right. okay, in two weeks before the project's starting, they have no time to get around. The contract, what the plans, get to know the owner, get you know introduced, then you know, you know it's not going to be successful. Um, if you know occasionally there's going to be a situation where somebody left a project you know unexpectedly and they got to get somebody on there in the middle, that's a different situation. If that's not what they usually deal with, you know that's. But I, I, it it sounds like what you're saying is even more so now because of the coronavirus, that conversation needs to be happening in your organization. What is this, what does our organization look like 
six months uh, or six weeks, six months, a year from now. We have a we have a blog article coming out on Thursday that kind of talks about what we're talking about now, what employers need to look at, what employees need to look at, and utilizing this time for the, the communication side because you can sit like we're sitting right now and and have a you know over teleconference hopefully with no distractions in the back and. And say, hey, what are the challenges that that we have? What would you like to see improved on? And you know that can be done now without somebody walking into your office. Without you know, there's some advantages to what's happening right now. Um, you know, to be able to do that one on one, and and they just need to, uh, you know, sometimes it's going to be out of their comfort zone if they don't do this every day like we do. But um, if if they don't then, uh, you know, there's no, no time like the present to start utilizing technology and utilizing time to make a difference. Yeah, well, you have no choice now. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, well, I really appreciate you taking the time. If folks wanted to get a hold of you um, to ask you more questions uh, about what we talked about, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, it's floridaconstructionconnection.com. Or they can email me at Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, at flccmail.com, which is Florida Construction Connection Mail.com. Perfect. Thanks for taking the time. I hope uh, this doesn't uh, last too much longer and our construction clients will uh, recover and, and continue with the booming economy we, we had in February. I guess we're going to find yeah. out. A nice balance, right? Moving forward. Absolutely. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alice.